There are so many things to worry about in life. We worry about our kids. We worry about our finances. We worry about our jobs. We worry about our spouses. We worry about our future. We worry about the world. What's going to happen in this world? There's so many things to worry about. But nobody likes to worry. So how do we not worry? So I think the first thing is to know where worrying comes from. The source of all worries is the unknown. Anytime you don't know what's going to happen, you're worried about the outcome. What's going to be? I don't know. I'm worried. I'm anxious. I'm nervous about what's going to happen here. If you knew 100% what was going to happen, you wouldn't be worried. I'll, I'll give you an example. Let's say you were worried. Oh my gosh, I'm, gonna, I'm worried I'm going to miss my flight. I'm worried I'm going to miss the flight. If I could tell you 100% I jumped into the future and I know that you are definitely going to miss that flight, you will not worry about whether you're going to miss it or not because you know. Now, you're still going to have to deal with the pain of missing a flight. But as we know, in life, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. The added suffering about worrying doesn't have to be there. We can try to minimize that. So how do we minimize the worries in life? I think there are two options. Option one, because we know that worrying comes from the unknowns, option one is to become a prophet. Now you know what's going to happen all the time, nothing to worry about. Option two, which is probably more likely, is to become comfortable with the unknowns. To be able to say, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the end result's going to be. And I'm okay. I'm okay with that. So how do we do that? That's really the story of Purim. The whole story of Purim is you've got this story where everything that seems like we think we understand why it's happening ends up being a whole different end of the story. You look at Esther and she's kidnapped and it seems like a tragedy, but in the end, because she was kidnapped, she ends up having the ear of the king and she's the heroine of the story. We see these gallows being built for Mordechai and it looks like this tragedy, but in the end, those gallows were being built for Haman the whole time all along. The whole story of Purim tells you that I think I know what's going to happen, but you actually don't know what the end is going to be. And this is reflected in all the mitzvahs and all the customs of Purim, right? Everybody dresses up on Purim. Because what we're saying is what you see on the outside, what you think is going to happen, is not what's behind the scenes. It's not what's behind the mask. You have these hamantashen. They're all closed up. You have this cookie on the outside with something hidden on the inside. Today we leave it open because nobody wants to get a poppy seed hamantashen. Just kidding. This is the whole story of Purim. Megillus Esther itself, those words mean revealing the hidden. That what we think is going to happen may not be the final result. And there's something behind the scenes. This, my friends, is the answer to minimizing our worries in life. To be able to say, there's what I think is going to happen, and then there's what's really going to happen. And I don't know what that is. I don't know. But I'm okay not knowing because I know that he knows. I don't need to know everything. I just need to know that he knows and that he's got it. And these are the principles of emuna and bitachon. These are principles of Judaism that we know that there's a God who runs this world and he's our parent. And therefore, I could sit back and I could say, you know what, I'm going to do my best, but I just don't know what the end is going to be. And I'm okay not knowing because I know that he knows. I want to wish you all a happy Purim. I want to thank you all for listening. And I want to thank this week's sponsors. Today's talk is sponsored by...
Malcolm and Jody Silver, in memory of the yard site of Malcolm's father, Ellie Silver, as well as the yard site of his mother, Anne Silver, may their neshamas have an aliyah, as well as by Bryna Bruder Wexler, in memory of Bryna's father, Sender Bruder Olavashalom, who was a Holocaust survivor, and lastly by Avshalom and Aviva Pesachov, in memory of Shemer Ben Matityo, Eli Olavashalom, may his neshama have an aliyah as well. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time on Inspiring Hope.